And that's for a reason. We have in the site, it's programmed such that uh, every time you get any Intema Galaxy gets 40 classifications, it's declared temporarily at least done. Uh, and so it's not shown anymore after that. So, hi, Kevin. I forgot to introduce us. We all know who we are, right? 1.20. What time did you open the apartment? 3.10 p.m. Called you at 3.12. Yes, sir. No doubt about it. That head wound was the last one she received in this world. Make you a bet there's not a single ceramic chip beneath the victim's body. That right. Also, she must have given him a good fight, judging from the appearance of this room. Sure gave it a good prowl. The history of artistic problems and their subsequent solutions is much more disjointed and manifold than classical art historical narrative of the evolution of different styles concedes. As he writes, the biological model was not the most appropriate for one for a history of things. Perhaps a system of metaphors drawn from physical science would have clothed the situation of art more adequately than the prevailing biological metaphors. Michael Faraday might have been a better mentor than Linnaeus. Uh, cigarettes. So it was made from 1971 or before. We'll find out the year because a lot of times these cans have lock codes. Check out the old school spoon there. And here's the accessory packet. Check that out. Cigarettes, matches, chewing gum, toilet paper, coffee, instant, cream substitute, sugar, salt, and a interdental stimulator. Packaged by Cadillac Products Incorporated. Now, I'm not sure of the year yet, but we're going to find out on one of these cans. Oh boy, a B2 unit that looks to be bulging slightly. Alright, this one here, it's from January 1969. Boy, that was like right at the peak of action during the Vietnam War. So this is definitely a Vietnam War ration, that's for sure. He wanted to know what took me so long. Alright, you keep an eye on his apartment. Let me know if he starts to leave. Yes, sir. That's all we need, an old police buff. He sounds pretty sharp, doesn't he? Maybe a little too sharp. Struck out there. Too much wax. Even at that, I wish my wife kept house like your victim did. What does that give us now, Dave? Quite a bit, actually. Jack got some good lifts off the dresser drawers and one real good one off the water glass. Anything on the piggy bank? One good print, one smudge. Whilst the biological metaphors rise, blossoming, and decay of a style indicate a rather linear and uninterrupted chain of events, the language of electrodynamics that he proposes to use enables the art historian to describe more intricate, intricate processes of transmission. According to this metaphorical model, Objects and artworks emit impulses, which are then redirected by relays, blocked by resistances, or collected in a kind of energy node. Uh, making sure that 40 should be enough for most of them, but there will probably be some galaxies where there's really interesting stuff going on, and uh, as, as you answer more and more questions with the features, you go through the kind of question tree. Finance company record book here. According to this, she was four months behind in her payments. Could have been repoed. She was a dental assistant member of a church group, out-of-state driver's license, Rogers, Arkansas, expired, California license, expires in two years. She's been out here a little over a year. What do you got there? It's a letter addressed to Mr. and Ms. Burke Jenkins, Rogers, Arkansas. It's unsealed. It's to her mother and father. Anything? 
Call the usual lonely girl in a strange city. Wait a minute, this might be something. What's that? I cannot seem to shake the feeling that something is going to happen to me, something that worries me. It's just a feeling, so maybe there's nothing to it. And she goes on about not wanting to worry her mother and father. Wait a minute, this might be a piece of daylight. There's this old man, his name is Calvin Lampy. Uh, and which ones are more noise? Uh, and so we're gonna look through those and see if there are any galaxies that merit going back in for more classifications. But I think the majority of the really most distant galaxies uh, we've effectively finished those, which is pretty impressive. So congratulations, everybody. Um, and let's see, uh, what I was going to ask, actually, the thing is that the, the thing that I'm being asked a lot right now is, okay, great. So then when do we get the classifications? The solemn, but uh, certainly a risk-filled pledge of a president, some heartbreaking failures and some stirring successes. This is a day of little kin to that October 4th, 1947, when the shrill and persistent beeps of Sputnik as it uh, wheeled about the autumn skies, shoved us unprepared and awkward into the space age. The connections between the respective links of this chain don't have to be directly related. Impulses can readily bridge large geographical distances, but also long historical intervals. Into the space age. And this day certainly bears little resemblance to those bleak days of 1958 when vanguards and... This leads, according to Kubler, to a narrative of art history as focus that, that focuses on linked series of solutions composing a sequence. On series of replications, as he calls it, working on a shared problem. This results in a model of history which is far more dynamic and incoherent than the usual art historical narrative of, say, a history of style. And discoverers and Junos and Atlases were blowing up on their launch pads. Jack King is about ready with an announcement, Chet. We're going to switch to him now. Mine, the neighbors, even yours, in case you happen to touch something in the murder room. Easy there, boy. What's the trouble? The trouble is you're getting too much ink on those fingers. I'm one man, you know, not a platoon. I've rode a print or two, sir. How many of them were classifiable? In the not-too-distant past, residents of the Lake Worth area reported seeing a half-man, half-animal creature, belligerent by nature, who apparently took offense to intruders in the vicinity of Greer Island. One eyewitness described the creature as a monster with long hair on its face, fire in its eyes, and all in its soul. A couple of things been bothering me, Friday. Is that so? Those perfume bottles are in the murder room. From the position of the stoppers, I'd say they were removed before the bottles were knocked over. Like someone had pulled them out, smelled them, then dropped them. Mary wouldn't have done that in a month of Sundays. Too neat. Could put another woman in that apartment. That occurred to you by any chance? Yes, sir, it did. Mm -hmm. Something else, Friday, before I forget. Yes, sir. Did you ninhydra in that wall I painted the other day? Yes, sir, we did. Good man. By tomorrow, if anybody's touched that wall, it'll show up like a wart on the end of your nose. It's all right here. Murder in Malibu Cove, Chapter 9. Check. Good writer, that Earl Bemis. Jack King is about ready with an announcement, Chet. We're going to switch to him now. Apollo sat on line control. We passed the six-minute mark in our countdown for Apollo 11. Now five minutes, 52 seconds and counting. We're on time at the present time for our plane liftoff of 32 minutes past the hour. You are looking lovely. Oh, me? Yeah. You're oh, I thought, I thought you meant Kevin, obviously. Kevin.
Kevin obviously also looks lovely. Yeah, looks great. Yeah, my hair cooperated today. It did all right. Yeah, not so bad. It's weird to look at it in the video. It's very strange looking because it's not mirrored. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Mirrored. Hmm? You can. There is a way to mirror yourself. I know, but it's not the point of this video is to be narcissistic, really. Um, I hope that was just a Galaxy Zoo. I just heard a beep. I hope that was a Galaxy Zoo tweeter going, what are you guys doing? You're talking about hairstyles? What? But anyway. You want a time crunch. <laughs> I know. Um, so, so, Kyle. Spacecraft test conductor Skip Chauvin now has completed the status check of his personnel in the control room. All report they are go for the mission. And this has been reported to the test supervisor, Bill Schick. The test supervisor are now going through some status checks. Launch operations manager Paul Donner reports go for launch. Just one second. Just like downtown. Not bad. Perfect, you mean? Yeah, if it's not the victims. I saved the nuts. Thanks, Glenn. What's your best guess? Liver temperature, post-mortem lividity, state of rigor. I'd say she's been dead a little over 24 hours, between 2 and 7 p.m. yesterday. Right, thanks. Joe. Launch director Rocco Patron uh, now gives a go for 5 minutes, 20 seconds and counting. Coming up shortly, that swing arm up at the spacecraft level will come back to its fully retracted position. This should occur at the 5-minute mark in the count. In the meantime, the lunar module tele telemetry has been powered down. We took a good look at Eagle, and it looks good. Did you talk to everybody? Ones I could find, yeah. This building's got ten apartments, not counting this one and the old man's. Anybody see anything, hear anything? Guy in the apartment right off the street noticed a young girl sitting out front yesterday in a parked car. Good-looking girl, brown hair. Sat there about an hour. From when to when? 10 to 15 years. So with this ration being about 47 years old, I can almost guarantee this pecan cake roll is no good because those nuts are gonna be rancid. So there you go, pretty simple looking ration. I mean, this B2 unit probably has a cheese spread in there. I can always tell because of this bulge. I mean, like, the cheese spread's gonna be, like, ghastly at the very least. Well, that's looking pretty good. Let's get that out on a tray. Nice. All right, so first off, we're gonna bust out that P38 can opener. Check this thing out. Super handy, you've probably already seen it. What I love about these things is you can always count on them. I've never had a malfunction with a P38. So let's check out that spaghetti for starters. Always open these things from the bottom because you know what? You wanna wash these cans out and save them. You don't throw away that history. Telemetry has been powered down. We took a good look at Eagle and it looks good. The spacecraft test conductor for the lunar module reported that Eagle was go. The swing arm now coming back to its fully retracted position as our countdown continues. T-minus four minutes, 50 seconds and counting. Skip Chauvin informing the astronauts that the swing arm now coming back. The astronauts will have a few more reports. Um, that might be John Schumacher on the, holding the uh, left end of the sign. That's me in the kind of in the middle back. Jeff Facer next to me. Jim Johnstone. Uh, Sabi is the kid on the far left, I think, holding the uh, sign. Gene Heimlich was uh, one of our leaders. He was on the right in that last picture. A few more reports coming up in the countdown. The last business report will be from Neil Armstrong at the 45-second mark in the count. 
when he gives us status on the final alignment of the stabilization and control system. We're now passing the four minute 30 second mark in the countdown, still go at this time. Well, if you believe that, you may be gullible enough to believe that man will walk on the moon in this century. The Lake Worth story spread far and wide, and in the days and nights which followed, hundreds of the more curious gathered at the place of sighting, but without success. Four minutes, 15 seconds, the test supervisor now has informed launch vehicle test conductor Norm Carlson, you are go for launch. From this time down, uh, Carlson uh, handles the countdown as the launch vehicle uh, begins to build up. We're now hitting the four-minute mark. Four, minute mark. four minutes and counting, we are go for Apollo. To give a concrete example, discussed in the text, Cezanne, for example, here in the bottom right corner, is understood as the receiver of such an impulse, namely the artistic problem of luminous structure of landscape. We'll go on an automatic sequence uh, starting at three minutes and seven seconds. Three minutes. Guess that's one letter that won't get mailed. You thought a lot of the Jenkins girl, did you? Uh, I don't get close to people, Friday. Not these days. Is that so? My age, why bother? Tuesday, November 5th, the ninhydrin process had turned a palm print on the newly painted wall of the murder apartment. As Calvin Lampy would say, there's a French could get a rich count from. Yeah. And he ought to know. It's his. Joey, Kathy, Joe, Lee, my dad, Jim Johnstone. It looks like it might be by the river at Lake of the Woods. Yeah, there's the covered bridge at Lake of the Woods. I think that was put in in the 60s, so it was probably fairly new at that time. That's the Sangamon River. This question is even more pressing as Kubler apparently describes the replications of artworks as sequences as sequences of solutions working on a shared problem, as for example the set luminous landscape uh, which is solved by a painter like Cezanne, or who tries to solve this problem. All these solutions, however, are not are thus not merely accidental, as say the entropic transmission of energy caused by, say, melting ice cubes in a glass of water, but are apparently meaningful, are serving a purpose. Kubler readily admits that he carefully sidestepped that questions where these problems, or the want for their solution, come from. In the second chapter of Shape of Time, however, he nevertheless tries to elucidate the question of the origin of artistic sequences. Here, he introduces a class of, class of object that he names prime object, a term coined in analogy to prime numbers, which means basically an undividable holistic innovation. 
already the name might indicate a rather numinous rather than a rational phenomenon. Kubler's definition of the prime object confirms this impression. Women, Gannon, life's lonely little souls, poor things, like the Jenkins girl. What's the matter, Friday? You don't look happy. Cal Lent, you old warhorse. Hello, you. How's the boy? Keep your seat. I knew it. Couldn't have been anyone else in a million years. The minute I saw that kickback, I called Chicago and got the word. How've you been, Cal? Pretty fair, you. You're looking good. The Phillips case, my first extradition. You mean the Miller case? No, sir, Phillips. So you finally got your own command. Took a while, but I made it. This is the finest detective I ever knew. 44 years with the Chicago Police Department. Retired with the rank of deputy chief. I get the feeling I've missed something. Chicago PD. So this is your suspect in the Jenkins case, huh? No, sir, not really. Bill and I were beginning to think we were his. Is that so? <laughs> Homicide Friday. Yeah. You're sure, Dave? That's fine, good. Yeah, now all we have to do is dig him out. Right. Your print man, Dave Dorman, right? Yes, sir. We got word from Rogers, Arkansas. Good boy. They sent us a picture I'd like you to take a look at, Chief. What do you got? Former Arkansas neighbor of Mary Jenkins, two priors for robbery and assault. Been here about six months. Girl's parents told us on the phone that he'd seen Mary at least twice. We found prints for three unknowns in the dead girl's apartment. His were among them. They got a location on him? Yes, sir, Los Angeles. You got a name to go with that picture they sent you? Yes, sir, Cletus Martin. Doesn't ring a bell, but I'll tell you this, Friday. If I've seen him, I'll remember him. You got a make on his prints, huh? Yes, sir, we have. Where'd you lift him from? That piggy bank. organic and biological metaphors to describe the nature of the prime object. It differs, he writes, from an ordinary object much as the individual bearer of a mutant gene differs from the standard example of that species. The mutant gene might be infinitesimally small, but the behavioral differences which it occasions can be very great indeed. Apparently, the booger of Blake Worth has withdrawn to the uncontaminated darkness from which he sprang, perhaps never to return if he was ever here in the first place. Men be caught dead looking like that. For Channel 8 News from Lake Worth, ooh. Compared to what I've quoted so far, the indefiniteness of this decisive revolutionary innovation is even increased by such a definition. Incredibly small it is what um, discriminates the, the prime object from the rest of the series. Um, and it differentiates itself from the rest of the series by a mutant gene, as he calls it, which rather seems to be a je ne sais quoi than an objective, graspable quality. Consequently, Kubler describes the nature of the prime object somewhat ambiguously. Even though he names concrete examples for such primes whose, um, whose prime status is unquestionable, he also writes that the true innovation is only incompletely manifested by prime objects or things of great generating power. Strictly considered, he writes, the hot moment of invention exists only as an idea. The origin of the history of things thus becomes, once again, dematerialized. 
Nope. No. Oh, well. Anyway, there's a big contingent. Expect a lot of tweets about it, everybody. And maybe some blog posts. I don't know. Um, yeah, there's, well, we it, it seems like, like a fairly big one. Hmm? Sorry. Oh, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah, we should. Um, and this is, I mean, we're sort of well into the summer conference travel season. I was writing down all of the, the travel and, and talks and things that are scheduled for the summer. Is this like really big? Long list uh, on my official post. Evidence that astronomy is a scam. As it happened, July 16th, 1969, now continues. The flight is smooth, so far uneventful, perfectly on time, perfectly efficient. If you watched, or since you watched the liftoff with us, uh, there is really nothing to say about it. What can you say about a site like that? It's a site that reduced, there's, there's a huge crowd out here of reporters, visitors, VIPs and others milling around and talking and gossiping and handshaking and telling jokes and making a lot of noise in a busy, vivid scene and there's a, NASA has set up. However, after discussing the nature of the prime object, Cooper concludes the chapter with a paragraph on solitary and gregarious artists. Here. Kupler puts forward the thought that great art can only be created by the first type, the solitary artist. The outstanding innovator, innovator among artists like Caravaggio nevertheless is functionally lonely. His break with tradition may or may not be known to the multitude, but he is himself of necessity aware of the isolation it brings. Usually, the entire range and bearing of such a career can be brought into focus only long after death, when we can place it in relation to preceding and subsequent events. Probably all important artists belong to this functionally lonely class. That reduced, there's a huge crowd out here of reporters, visitors, VIPs and others milling around and talking and gossiping and handshaking and telling jokes and making a lot of noise in a busy, vivid scene. And there's a, NASA has set up loudspeakers outside this area here. And so when the last minute or so of the countdown begins, they hear it over loudspeakers, uh, 10, 9, 8, exactly as we all heard it. And it was notable that when it got down to about a minute, everybody who had been lollygagging, gossiping, talking, fell still and silent, knowing, knowing he was about to see something truly fantastic, but not really knowing what it was. We all know what we saw, but in another way, we don't know what we saw. Um, you not only see it, hear it, feel it, inside and outside. And a minute or so after that unbelievable event, as you have heard, if over your television. The astronauts are talking to the ground and reporting on the facts and figures of the flight and somebody here a minute ago was saying they are as matter of fact and unexcited and calm as if there were taxi cab drivers reporting in and saying we're on Maple Street headed for down. Artistic innovations in the proper sense of the word are thus to be understood as a break with all the momentary conditions and the fate of birth that the respective artists would have been normally subdued. In this respect, Kubler writes, 
artistic innovations resemble modern mathematical systems in the freedom with which their creators discarded certain conventional assumptions and replaced them with others. The comparison to mathematics as a discipline based largely on purely intellectual, immaterial conventions is quite telling. The mutant gene responsible for the leap forward that's constituted by prime objects seems not the least to be located in the artist. You know that's bad. All right, let's uh, let's let's open up that pecan cake roll. Oh, jeez. Oh, let's. Hmm. Hey, that kind of smells nice. You know, to cover up the smell of cheese spread from 47 years ago that's gone foul long ago, you open up a pecan cake roll with rancid nuts and weird fruity, I can't explain it to cover it up, and then afterwards you burn a 47-year-old cigarette. I'd rather eat an old lime green jelly bar block than open up another one of those cheese spreads. That's it. That's it, unless I open up outside next time. Sorry, guys. To anticipate a future class of forms in relatively complete projection. As further examples for this type of um, an artist structure precursor, he names, for example, Claude Nicolas Ledoux whose neoclassical use of the pure forms of, of the forms of pure geometry until Napoleon prefigured the hard abstractions of the international style in the 20th century, or Sir Joseph Paxton, whose prefabrication of metal parts allowed him to design the prophetic spaces of glass and steel in Crystal Palace in London. To achieve such innovations, one needs apparently a high degree of unconventionality and the willingness to break with tradition. Less gifted contemporaries might thus regard these prophetic works as a dangerous departure from routine or as an unconsidered lapse into the unknown. And judge them thus um, to be a, a lapse of property surrounded by the frightening aura of a violation of the sanctity of routine. I'm drawn for me and my ma. Good boy, Jack. Glad to see your mother's got a man to do it. Well, I guess that's everyone. Old man Warner make it? Here. All ready? I'll read the names then. Heads of families first. The men come up and draw a paper out of the box. I keep the paper folded in your hand without looking at it until everyone's had a turn. Everything clear? Adam. Hi, Joe. Hi, Steve. Anderson. Bentham. Seems like there's no time at all between lotteries anymore. 
seems like only last week we got through with the last one. Yeah, time sure does go fast. Clark! Morning, Andy. Morning, Joe. Delacroix! Nice to have you. Hi, Joe. Dunbar. There she goes. Where next? Graves? 